0: You know, my co-host here broached a pretty interesting point on our Tuesday show, and I decided to do a little research. Gavin Newsom is going to run for president of the United States. At some point. Now, is it in 2024? That, that, eh? Uh, we'll wait and see. There's some people that really want that. But the way he's posturing is interesting. We take a deep dive next on the Palmetto Family Matters Welcome into the Palmetto Family Matters show. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser here with you talking Gavin Newsom today. He's my favorite topic. Yeah. Yeah, GovGav. Governor Kendall, in fact. We talked about this. Mitch brought this up on our Tuesday show. Gavin Newsom, by the way, fastest growing, strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. Glad you're joining us live on this Wednesday, September 27th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Ding. Gavin Newsom's running for president. We don't know when. We don't know how. We don't know how long. Uh, But he is going to run for president, whether that's in 2024 or not. Uh, Now, he did veto Assembly Bill 957, the bill we talked about with Jonathan Keller from California Family Council. The fact that gender gender identity was going to be factored into um, custody disputes. And you're like, why would he veto that? He is a staunch trans advocate. He really, he doesn't believe in anything normal. Here's why. Listen to Gavin Newsom. This was back when Chuck Todd was still hosting Meet the Press. Here's what Gavin Newsom had to say, and you might find it interesting.
1: You you look at that trip, and it made you think nicely of Nixon and Reagan. Why? just makes me think that we've lost uh, I'm just dumbfounded when I think about the Republican Party today and how far they have fallen uh, from Reagan, Reaganism, uh, Reaganomics in some respects. how different the party is today. I mean, the idea that you'd have a Republican president that supported Endangered Species Act, the Clean Air Act, and created the EPA in Nixon. The fact that the modern environmental movement in many respects started with Ronald Reagan. In 1989, he was out there promoting Reagan, uh, assault weapons ban. He was defending the LGBT community.
0: A little bit of a revisionist history there from GovGav. A little bit. (laughs) However, notice how this progressive champion speaks highly of Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. and Richard Nixon. Like 10 years ago, everybody hated Nixon. Definitely 20 years ago, everybody hated Nixon. And now we have a progressive governor saying, "You know, I you know, I I just wish the Republicans would return to return to the days of Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan." Yeah. Here's what Gavin's doing. Gavin is getting ready to, run. to launch a campaign as a quote new Democrat. Ah, but that's not a new idea, is it, Mitch? No, no, it is certainly not. Certainly not. No, it's not because, really quickly, let's get into this idea of new Democrat. What is a new Democrat? Bill Clinton, most much notably, the same as the old. Right, he turned himself a new Democrat, a centrist, a moderate. Right, it, everybody else has been so out of touch for so long in the Democratic Party. We need something, new. someone who can be new, fresh, so fresh, so face. Hillary so, Clinton. no, Gavin. So, Nishin. let's go back really quickly. In 1972, the Democratic nominee for president of the United States was George McGovern of South Dakota. By the way, George McGovern lived to be 90 years old. His vice presidential nominees, he had two, apparently. Tom Eagleton and Sergeant Shriver. He lost, by the way, to Richard Nixon. Yep. Now, in 1976, Jimmy Carter won the presidency. That's because no one liked Gerald Ford. Sorry. <laughs> poor, poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. But Jimmy Carter, Walter Mondale won the presidency, then they lost the presidency in 1980. to the Gipper, to the Gipper, and George H.W. Bush. in 1984, Walter Mondale was the Democratic candidate for president along with Geraldine Ferraro. Oh yeah, first time a female had uh,
1: ever run on or ever been on the ticket for either of the major parties.
0: And that would have been the, and that was the last time until. Uh, Sarah 08? Palin. Yeah, and Sarah Palin. Walter Mondale and Geraldine Ferraro got shellacked 525 to 13. Yeah. yeah, It, it was, was
1: bad. It was the Reagan landslide of 84.
0: It was a 20 million, almost 20 million popular vote differential. Oh, yeah. And I think it that was, might have been the last time a um, Republican won the popular vote. He lost Minnesota. His own home state. Um, I'm trying to remember. He won a state. And I'm trying to remember what state it was. And it was, was it like a northeastern state? I, I'm going to look, look it up while we're going. Okay. In 1988, we're getting to a point here. This isn't just a history lesson, yeah. although I think those are valuable. In 1988, Michael Dukakis, remember that debate moment, and Lloyd Benson ran against Herbert Walker and Dan Quayle. That's when Dan Quayle compared himself to... Um, Jake Jack Kennedy and Lloyd Benson said you're no Jack Kennedy. I hey, guess some good moments in those debates. So I lied. He he
1: won Minnesota. He, he won his home won state Minnesota. and the District of Columbia.
0: So that counted his thirteen electoral votes. Oof. Yeah. But Dukakis right. lost yes. to Bush Quayle. That was a seven million popular vote differential. Again, again, probably the last time the yeah. Republican won that. So Democrats have been on a bit of a losing skid. Since Lyndon Johnson. Until? Until 1992, when this new Democrat, this suave, man. really cool, he plays a saxophone. He's from Arkansas. Hope, hope of all places. He was an attorney general. He was two-time governor. governor
1: two term, but also two time because yeah. he didn't serve Studied at
0: Georgetown, Oxford, yeah. and o- Yale. He's, a, a, <laughs> he's a definition of the everyman, right? Also a draft dodger. <clears> oh. <throat> Oh, did I say that? Oh, well, you could have gone a step further there, too, buddy. And and, My bad. and Bill was cool. You know, he goes and on Arsenio. Arsenio Hall he made him He goes on cool. Arsenio and plays that saxophone with, with the sunglasses. Yeah. He, I mean, that was cool, man. Yeah, were New were you, Democrat. Were you alive? No. Okay. New Democrat. <laughs> I was barely alive. <laughs> New Democrat. In 92. I was born in 94. New Democrat. Apparently, so Bill,
1: George, George H.W. Bush was barely alive, too, because...
0: Yeah. Um anyway, this new this idea, let, let's just legislation that was signed into domestic law under Bill Clinton, this new Democrat. Mm-hmm. NAFTA? Yes. Don't ask, don't tell. Oh. Defense of Marriage Act. DOMA. Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Which was a great piece of legislation. Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act, called the Omnibus Crime Bill mm-hmm. of 94. Mm-hmm. So, we're talking legitimate legislation that many of us would say yeah he was pretty good he was by a
1: by the standards of today he was a moderate he wasn't a far left liberal now was that his true color no I mean I think Bill Clinton is a far left liberal but he
0: after they lost the house ran
1: to the middle. Yeah, he ran to the middle. He, he 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 got in line because Newt Gingrich told him to get in line. Of course, we have the contract for America '95. Um, you know, uh, the Republicans have a, a landslide win in '94, yes. which is a, it, Historic. a a referendum on the Clinton presidency because we were still reeling from the fact that we didn't get sixteen years of Reagan. Right. So um, I, whether George W. Bush or George H.W. Bush, 43 was the answer. I'm sorry, no,
0: 41. Goodness. You're switching. It's yeah, good.
1: 41 was the answer. I don't, I don't know, but
0: Clinton tried to run back to the middle. And he did. He did. But, but that presidency, because things changed, the next Democratic president to hold the office of President of the United States was Barack Obama. Eight years later. Not a moderate. A wild
1: leftist globalist. And one would argue that the political pendulum swung back hard the other way because after 9-11, this restoring faith in America, see Tim Scott, um, uh, faith in America, the whole idea of coming back to a foundational approach and a lot of left-leaning or all-out liberal people thought, well, that's antiquated. That's that's an old notion. That's old-fashioned, and we can't. Abide that any longer. I don't think they said it that way, and so that's no, why the overcorrection, the knee-jerk reaction of Hopi Changey, okay.
0: you're, you're driving to a point. Yes, the pendulum swung hard left. Yes, then the pendulum swung hard right. Hard right with in 2016. Now again, I had I I say there are parameters in 2016 um, that led to Donald Trump being elected one of those was the person on the other side of the ticket. That that
1: helped him and it hurt helped him. her. Yeah. But what I'll also say is for those who do not believe that Donald Trump is a shrewd and adept politician, you are grossly mistaken. He is calculated. He is he is transactional in nature, yes. meaning he he understands how relationships work to the benefit of himself and others. But also, also making sure that he takes advantage of the opportunities in front of him. And I'm not going to disparage any of his voters. I voted for him twice. I voted for him in 16 and 20. I'm not going to disparage anybody who calls himself a MAGA, Republican, or Red Hat wearer. What I will say is, If you don't believe Donald Trump is a politician, you are mistaken. But, uh, to your point, hard right swing. Hard right swing.
0: Now, Gavin Newsom also evoked Richard Nixon. Which is interesting. I don't really understand that because Richard Nixon was a republican oh, in every sense of the word
1: tricky dick i mean it, he was and and i think it's important for people this is going to alienate some and and really make some happy outside of watergate and the way his presidency ended richard nixon was viewed at the time and in retrospect sans watergate as a pretty decent president um he he seeks peace um, he of course some would argue that that piece is what led us into a conflict um, he, he is American through and through He continues on the the vestiges of the Eisenhower era along with some of the um, changes of Kennedy um, but Richard Nixon seeks that peace that you know, Honestly, um, while while it throws us deeper into the Cold War with Russia, I'm sorry, the USSR, Soviet Union. I think it's important to note that Sands Watergate history has been somewhat kind to Richard Nixon in that he was a pretty decent president. I mean, he's not in my top five. I think he's. I think he's a top ten. Uh, he's
0: probably he's probably a top ten, top fifteen but his foreign policy wouldn't really align with what Gavin Newsom would want to do i don't think so we say all of that and i think this is unlike most episodes that we that we have this is unlike most yeah. shows that we do i think this is i think this is probably good to do once a week honestly to really have a broad understanding here so gavin newsom progressive governor of california who was a progressive mayor of san francisco who is a Nancy Pelosi acolyte?
1: He he married people on the like before. Obergfell, Obergfell versus mayor. He married people on the steps of the courthouse slash government
0: office building in San Francisco as the he, mayor illegally.
1: Illegally to make a point.
0: Gavin Newsom will do anything he can. Remember, I'm, and most of us know him. If you were in in and around, um, you know, if you were in and around the COVID stuff, you know that he COVID. loves to he what? loves to um, he that? loves to dine at French laundries um, when everyone else is told to go home. There was an issue here that I think needs to be brought up, and that is that Gavin Newsom is posturing to the middle. As a progressive. Mm -hmm. Now, they did that with Joe Biden. Yes. And it was easy to do with Joe Biden because Joe Biden has no scruples, nor does he have any semblance of understanding of what is right or what to do. Joe Biden, since his time in the Senate in 19... By the way, Joe Biden was serving in the Senate when Richard Nixon was president. Am I wrong? I believe you're right. Okay. That says a lot about our octogenarian ruling class. Joe Biden was able to be postured as a centrist, as a moderate, I should say because we just prop him up he's good he's Joe he's a middle class Joe he, he's been an
1: envelope he, pusher since 1972 yeah
0: and he's, 1973 was his first year yeah. in the Senate he has so pushed, yeah that uh, was a last he year pushed the in.
1: cutting edge the radical left agenda since his time in public office. now once again, if we look back to 1972 or 3, and we say, oh, that's Joe Biden. He'd look like a conservative today, but he has always stayed on the cutting edge of the liberal left agenda. I mean, even in his time as vice president. So, yes, he's older, and it, he appears more sensible. That word seems so hard to come off the tongue with him. Right, right.
0: But that was the strategy. You're absolutely right. It was the strategy. And now we have this person who is angling to be the moderate because now we see that Joe Biden is not a moderate. Joe Biden is yeah. a progressive leftist. Or, if, or, or or he's a shell that they're using to push the progressive leftist secularist view. So there are a couple of different options there that you can look at. Now, Gavin Newsom appears to be posturing himself as a moderate. To run for president. The question then becomes, is that in 2024? Because the DNC has kind of made the point that, listen, eh, no votes counting in New Hampshire if it's held before South Carolina. Yeah. And, I mean, the Jamie Harrison in the DNC is rigging the race against Robert Kennedy Jr. I disagree with much of RFK Jr.'s po- political policy leanings. I think most of it is gobbledygook and a waste of time. But you'll jump on the conspiracy theory bandwagon with him? No, it's not a conspiracy I'm, I'm theory. They're, 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 they're this is not the Joe rigging, Rogan
1: experience. Love they're you, Jeff.
0: literally rigging the game so, to keep Joe Biden in office. So, let, so can Gavin run in 2024?
1: So no. cl- well, hang on. Let's climb inside the head of the liberal left, <laughs> which is scary, and, and just... Work through their strategy for just a minute. Depending on your perspective, it is evident, at least to me and to some others, it is evident and clear that this is the third term. The Biden 2020 term is the third term of Barack Obama. It's Obama 2.0. He said so much in 2015. President Obama said, if I could run for a third term or you know, just mm-hmm. have somebody with a mask and I could put an earwig in and run in front of right. my basement, I would. So we have Obama and his people, whether that's Valerie Jarrett, whether that's whoever, George Soros, I, I don't know, whoever they are, will they allow someone else to run for president? Right. And the answer is... Yes, as long as it will advantage them, as long as it will benefit them, as long as it is to their advantage. If not, that person has to all-out beat them. Or President Obama, former President Obama, and those people are not in charge. Somebody else is, and it's no holds bar. All bets are off. Right now, as we pointed out yesterday, RCP averages are telling us that Biden is underwater against everyone except for in the state of New Hampshire. Biden is underwater against Trump, who is also playing to the middle. Mm -hmm. And I think the left is starting to try to figure out, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they are certainly not going to go with Kamala. No. Camel, whatever. Yeah. They're no not going to do it. There's no way. So, who else is left? Bright, shiny, new. So fresh, so face. Kendall, Or nearly octogenarian, but also fits the demographic, demographic feature of a female? Hillary Clinton? Who? Who? Yeah. Which screams that their bench is weak. The left's bench is weak. Do they trot out AOC now as a sacrificial lamb? No. Do they pump up Stacey Abrams now instead of 28 when she's declared 45 years ago when Mm -hmm. she was born that she was running for president? No. Right. Or do we let the
0: the people decide?
1: Doddering... I got fussed out yesterday for saying Perry Mason. So, um, guy that gets wheeled in to watch
0: Matt Lock MacGyver. Matt Locke. Uh, We've picked on Matt Lock long enough. I'm not the picking original on MacGyver. I'm picking on the guy who watches Matlock.
1: He watches his shows and it drinks and insure. Oh, yeah. Maybe we just let him do it for four more years, knowing full well that yeah, eh, presidency.
0: Yeah, whatever. President Obama, in his third year in office, in his first term, was underwater by one point four points, according to the real, real clear which politics polling, which is virtually a nothing. split. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, President Biden is thirteen underwater. Yeah, thirteen point seven, and that number is not good. In fact, favorability ratings. Let's just look at favorability ratings. For this is job approval number. Favorability ratings, according to the RCP average, Joe Biden is 15.3 underwater. Former President, President Trump, is 15.4 underwater. And unless you're Mitch McConnell. Uh, yeah, that's 40 points underwater because no one likes Mitch. Um, <sighs> Hakeem well, Jeffries is the best at this right now at point six. That's because no one knows who Hakeem Jeffries is. There is... Minority leader of the House, look out. He's running for president. At some point. There's there's a situation here though that causes our that should cause us to have our attention, and that is the governor of California who has been openly hostile to conservatives, and Christians, and those who hold traditional family values, is posturing himself as a moderate to run for the president. May we remind you, and I don't mean to cut you
1: off. You Thirty-two million dollars spent in seven battleground states on one issue: abortion. Those billboards, I'm pointing right that there. way, yep. That they were right there
0: yep. on the campus yep. of USC. Yes. The point is, this person is positioning himself as a moderate and holds zero moderate views. Zero. There's not a single view that Gavin Newsom holds that you would consider moderate. He doesn't, okay, so on
1: the continuum, we're going to have a little fun for just a second. On the continuum of dress, he's moderate. He doesn't wear a tie all the time, but he also doesn't wear a bowling shirt to preside over the Senate.
0: Yeah, that's because he's the cool hip guy, right? I'm the cool, I'm Gav. Let me unbutton my top button. He's got you that know? half button thing going on. He's got on. the half button yeah. thing, yeah. He's got the suave, slicked back hair. He looks like a snake. Anyway. <laughs> snake oil salesman. Yeah, serpent. Um, crawl on your belly. Wait, um, wait, are you? Nah, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is that if he's positioning himself as a moderate, I think that should cause us concern for how we view politics yeah. in, in the United States yeah. of America right now. What is a moderate view? What is a conservative view? What is a liberal view of different topics? And All again, maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm laying the groundwork for for, an, for, for next year for next week's show similar to this one where we dive into what because I'm telling you there's a difference between conservatism and Christ centered conservatism. You think? There's a difference between moderate and conservative. And there's also a difference between liberal and progressive. Yeah. You can hold a liberal view. A classically liberal view is not a bad thing. It's. Uh, Actually, classical liberalism is a good thing. It's.
1: it's And uh, some of my friends are about to call in to the show or hit me up on the Twitter, those Instagram. Those are my Friday and Saturdays. We don't have those a call are, in there. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Uh, they're yeah. big L libertarians.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. I a would, classical uh, view of liberalism. Yes. Liberty. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's going to be our next deep dive. I hope this sheds a little bit more light on something that Mitch brought up yesterday, that you're able to gather um, a little bit more information on what Gavin Newsom is doing and and get a better idea of why he said the things he said. We didn't even get into the Reaganomics thing. He mentioned Reaganomics in a positive light. Are you kidding me? Wait, isn't that trickle-down economics? I've I've heard that's terrible. Not the point. Get into that later. If you want to know more about Palmetto Family, you can do it. PalmettoFamily.org slash invest. If you want to know more about our event with Chloe Cole coming up on November Chloe 6th Chloe Cole South Carolina. Chloe Cole, detransitioner, 19 years old, coming wow. to South Carolina on November 6th at First Baptist North Spartanburg. You can learn more information about that by going to PalmettoFamily.org. You can click on the tab Stopping the Insanity. There you will find more about the event and how to get tickets, how to reserve your seat. The tickets are free. Make sure to like and share this video on Facebook and YouTube and wherever else you want to put it. Uh, subscribe to the podcast feed. Give us a five-star rating and review. We'd appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to another live edition of the fastest-growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. For Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. Have a great Wednesday. God bless.